We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to The Connection, a weekly radio program where we share our experiences and expertise with stories of caring, courage, and change right here in Connecticut. Listen to learn about needed resources to improve your well-being and transform your life. Now, here are the hosts of The Connection, Lisa DeMattis-Lapore and Ann Baldwin. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another great show here on The Connection. I'm Ann Baldwin, one of your hosts of this program. And I'm Lisa DeMattis-Lapore, your other host. That's right, Lisa, the president and CEO of The Connection. How are things going at the office? Things are good. Things are good. It's been busy. I can't believe the months are starting to fly by already. I know what they say, just less than three months until spring. I think I can't wait. So we've all been busy. Um, I just went to the Channel 8 holiday party the other night. That oh, was you fun. Oh, beautiful. It was fun. We had a good time. That's awesome. But, you know, it's like, you know, these people and their parties, they really need to have them during the holidays because everybody was just, I think, kind of burnt out. Yeah, it's you tough. Know. But it was good seeing some old friends. And, um, you know, Bill, my fiance, works there. So he had a good time. He was a dancing machine. Oh, that's great. Oh, my gosh. It was hilarious. Was, it was hilarious. So Laura Ward is back. Hi, Laura. It's so good to see you again. Hello, ladies. Thank Hi. you for having me. Yeah, Laura, Laura and I know each other because we're both uh, public relations professionals. And uh, I've watched all the good work that Laura's done over the years with her clients. But now she's on to a new venture, which we'll get to in a minute. But why don't you tell us a little bit about um, your background? Where'd you come from? I've lived in Connecticut my entire life. I come from a, a background of drinking parents, um, and my mother had drinking parents, and my grandmother went into recovery. My grandfather didn't. He actually died of suicide when I was a baby. Um, my mom continued to drink, and my entire childhood, um, unhealthy drinking was modeled for me. I didn't know anything different. Mm-hmm. Certainly no blame there. Um, I don't blame anyone for my path taking the course it did. Um, But ultimately, in my 30s and 40s, I got to a point with alcohol that was ugly and dangerous and not good for anybody. I've been in recovery for almost six years, and I'm coming up on my fifth sober anniversary. Congratulations. Uh, thank Congratulations. you. Thank That's you so great. much. But I just, I got to a place where I realized that bad things were really going to happen. I was drinking more and I was trying to run a business and be successful in my public relations career. And I was letting alcohol completely get in the way of any success on any level. How'd you me. get sober? I reached out to a, a life coach because I didn't really know what else to do. I was terrified of anyone finding out my quote-unquote secret and was worried that if my clients found out, they wouldn't want to work with me anymore. And so I began, uh, I reached out to a coach. She was a friend of mine and, and someone I knew from business networking over the years. And I thought, she can either help me 
or she'll know someone who can. Mm-hmm. And we just started working together um, through a, a coaching relationship, which um, which I love. Coaching is a lot different from therapy um, and coaching taps into your strengths and allows you to get creative with them and set goals for yourself and working with someone one-on-one there was an accountability piece for me which I really needed Um, wanted to be able to report good things to her each week when we got together and then she finally looked at me and she said I don't think we need to do this anymore I think you can go try this on your own and and see how you do without the checking in and and that's that's where I was. So isn't that interesting? Um, you know, the other component there too is you didn't need to de- detox. I didn't. However, looking back, perhaps I should have. Yeah, I wonder um, what that's like because, because I, when I look back and I think about it, I do believe I was to a certain extent physically dependent on alcohol. I would start drinking in the morning to stop the shakes from mm. the right, right, <laughs> it turns into one vicious cycle, before, right? And, right? And it was. It was yeah. you know as soon as the kids got on the bus, yep. I was cracking a beer or if there wasn't going to be a beer for me to crack cuz I started drinking beer in the beginning of the day and I was drinking wine by the end of the day and kind of had this little pattern that I went through every day and if I didn't have a beer to open as soon as they got on the bus, I would actually take them to school so I could hit the store on the way home Mm. and buy what I was going to drink for the day. Mm. So um, I I know my body missed it. Um, I didn't know medically that detox is something that's important and what I was doing was dangerous and I should have been working with someone because I did just stop. There was no weaning off, no taper. Um... And, and I know now because I've learned so much about alcohol and what it does when you're addicted to it, um, that things could have gone really badly for me. Did your husband um, know that you were drinking as much as you were or did you um, hide that from him? I was very good at hiding it. Um, I, I joke with people now. Now I can joke about it. Um, then... I wouldn't have wanted anybody to know what I was doing, but I have an Auric upright vacuum cleaner with the big (laughs) bag (laughs) and I would put empty wine bottles in there. And the, the thing that, you know, strikes me funny now is that when my grandmother who had been in recovery through 12 step, um, in her adult life after my, after my grandfather had passed, when she ultimately died of Alzheimer's when I was in my twenties, we were cleaning out her house, and oh. we found about twelve auric vacuum cleaners in her basement. So now, kind of go, kind of makes sense. Well, you know, it's interesting. <laughs> we have a couple of things in common, Laura, and that is, you know, my alcoholism really hit me at fifty. It was just, you know, I managed. I thought I was just a functioning alcoholic, but then at 50, it just, to your point, it was a 24-7 cycle. I get up in the morning, I couldn't even brush my teeth without feeling sick, you know, and it just, your body does get dependent on it. And the other thing is, and I laugh about it now, 10 years later, is my hiding spots. You know, I've told this story before, Lisa, when every, I have these big Tupperware containers full of different holiday decorations. And it was probably up to like two years after I got sober, if I got down the Easter decorations, oh, there were all the empty nips and wine bottles in there. And it just, I kept finding bottles and things in the weirdest spots. And one of my hiding spots was my golf bag. 
Yeah. I, in, in the little pouches where you're supposed to keep your spare balls. Well, guess what? Sure. I was keeping spare nips in there. So it, it's interesting how we get so tricky and it's so deceptive and you hide it. And then my closet, my closet was my go-to place. You know, just go in there, shut the door and, you know, you just kind of isolate yourself and do what you got to do. And the, and the hiding, I mean, it was, it was big. It wasn't just that, you know, I like the vacuum cleaner story because I, I do think too. it's a little bit silly, <laughs> but, um, I was doing some business travel to New Jersey at the height of my active addiction. And so I would just put the empties in my car so I could ditch them in a dumpster at a rest stop on the way, or I would hide them behind the washer and dryer in the basement and or or in the back of a cupboard we have this we have this cupboard that goes way around the corner near the sink and to hide them in there and then the next day it was like playing hide and seek it was like you're panicked because i needed to where in the hell are they yeah 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 and then because my my husband does the recycles so i couldn't put them in there even though they were glass and you have to recycle them i would wrap them up in newspaper and put them in a regular old plastic garbage bag and put them in the garbage because yeah. I couldn't let anybody I couldn't See, let anybody yeah. find them. And <sighs> so and I and I felt more guilty about not recycling than I did about drinking. It was ridiculous. It's amazing. Yeah. So now you um, have got some time under your belt. Again, congratulations. Thank you. So if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Laura Ward uh, from Laura Ward Coaching. Now you've got these initials after your name. Lisa, you probably know what these are, but I don't. So I want to know you're a CPC, CPRC, and an SRCD. Now I'm very impressed. The only thing missing there is doctor. So <laughs> what what are these initials stand for? So it, I'm a certified professional coach, life coach, but also a certified professional recovery coach. So that's the CPC and the CPRC. And the SRCD is She Recovers Coach Designee. And what that means is the coaching work I do aligns with the She Recovers intentions and guiding principles. There are about okay. 10 of them. Um, but basically the 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 nuts and bolts of it are uh, She Recovers is an organization that believes we are all in recovery from mm-hmm. something. It's so true. Whether it's drug and alcohol use, misuse, or workaholism, or cancer, or another physical mm-hmm. disease, um, or, or sexual assault, you know, all mm-hmm. the things that we can be in recovery from. Um, and that there are multiple pathways and patchworks of recovery. There is no right way for anyone to recover. And it's okay to do that exploration and find what works best for you mm-hmm. and grab pieces and parts of all the different things there are and put together your thing. And it doesn't have to look like anybody else's thing. There are no rules um, as long as you're working on getting to a healthier place. And, right. And, and we talk about this all the time, Lisa. You know, there's so many different pathways to recovery. Yeah. And, um, you know, like you said, 12-step works for a lot of people. They walk in those rooms and, and they just don't walk back out. And some people, like for me, it had to be a detox and it had to be 28 days. Uh, and so everybody is different. But we also talk about in recovery, planting the seed. Mm-hmm. At some point, you have mm-hmm. to plant the recovery seed, and then you can only hope at some point it takes. Uh, if people yeah. sometimes go in and out, but you know, at some point it takes, and that's what your goal is. So, how do you work with the individuals who are seeking recovery today? 
I work with um, women mainly, but but men as well, in a, a one-on-one coaching relationship. And what's interesting is that even though I'm based here in Connecticut, most of the people I've worked with have been all over the place, including Canada. So we do video conferencing. Oh, that's great. And it's great because as the person receiving coaching, you can be sitting there in your pajamas if you want to, or you can do it, you know, through an app on your phone in your car at lunchtime if you're just j- ducking out of the office. Um, and, and that's what I, I love. Um, so it's really, it's a one-on-one conversation. Coaching is a confidential collaboration. We are partners. Um, and what I like to do with people who are just starting out is do a weekly meeting. We can certainly do more frequently if that's something they feel they need. Um, but we, we don't go backwards. You know, there's there's no analysis. There's no picking apart the past um, the way you might do if you went in to work with a therapist or a counselor. We take we look at where you are now, and talk about what is it about now that doesn't feel good, mm-hmm. and how do you want to feel? Where do you want to be in the future? And what goals can you set for yourself? What goals can I help you set for yourself to get you to that place you want to be? And my, my biggest thing that I tell everybody is, is the most important thing is to stay present so you can move forward. I think too often we trip ourselves up because we look so far into the future right. that we can't see where we are now and the fact that it isn't just a leap from now to then. There's work to be done along the way. And if you stay present in that work, that future piece will just show up for you so I assume that the length of your um, the coaching depends on the issues that the person's facing with regard to how often you see them or the duration right it does and and that's really um, you know it's it's not a cookie cutter type of a thing it's very individualized individualized. yeah so when I first start working with someone they schedule what I call a discovery call with me 45 minutes half an hour we talk on the phone or we do a video session and uh, we get to know one another I get to know what they think coaching is because it's important that we're all on the same page about what that relationship is and, and what they can expect from it and um, learn a little bit about what they're looking to get out of coaching, why they want to do this. And if everything feels like a fit at the end of the conversation, they will let me know. I am not salesy. I am not pushy. I don't want to work with someone who feels like I'm trying to talk them into a relationship. So it's 100% on the, the person who is interested in coaching to say, yes, this is what I want or no, sorry. So how can people find you? What's your website? My website is laurapward.com. That's Laura P is in Peter, ward.com. Yes. And I've checked out the website. It really has some great useful information in different areas of of focus and things. And back to one of the things that you just talked about is it's overwhelming. I think sometimes we put too much on our plate and we will, you know, instead of worrying about today, we're worried about, you know, 10 years from now. And this woman, Jeannie Forbes, who is one of the, my favorite people in the world, she said it's kind of like cleaning the house. And she was raised um, by the nuns. And the nuns always said, when you're overwhelmed about where to start when you're cleaning in a house, start in the corner and work your way out. Kind of like with your life. Yeah. You know, start in a little corner and work your way out. And I got to tell you, just cleaning my house, really, 
I've started doing that now. And it's taken all the anxiety and like, oh my God, how am I going to do all this? That's it good, just, that's, isn't like that, that kind of cool? I like that. Yeah, I do. Leave it to the it's nuns. A focus. To come, it's a focus. It's yes. a focus point and then you can follow that. Right. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. And I love Laura too, the, you know, with technology today and it's accessible and, you know, you can always talk to somebody. You might have an appointment, but I would also think part of coaching is, you know, I'm feeling something or I need you now and you're always there to accommodate that. Absolutely. I've worked with women who check in with me by text every single day. And for, for some people, that's what they need for months. And, and that's fine. You know, I, I invite people to do that with me when they're coaching. Some want to feel a little bit more independent and others are, oh my gosh, thank goodness I have this lifeline and I can touch you in some right, way right, every right. single day. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, again, different things work for different people. Um, and and you're doing this this work yourself. You don't have a staff. You're you're seeing all your clients yourself right now. Correct. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. That's exciting. Thank you. And I, I believe that. too that you know you've got a lived experience. And you know it's it's a, you know it's a plus, but it's a minus, but it's really a plus because I know that you know where these people, many of them, are coming from. Circumstances may be different. But you can relate, they can relate to you, and they can see you as an example of how life can change after you give up alcohol, right? Right. And, and I, think, I think the experience is really important um, when, it, when it comes to this area of coaching. Um, and I'll just step back for a moment. I mean, coaches have their own coaches. Coaches have their own mm-hmm. therapists. And I was working with a therapist not too long ago, and we were working on some some non-addiction related things and this person said to me thank goodness you're already sober because I wouldn't be able to talk to you about the other stuff do most of your um clients are are they mostly in recovery are they trying to be in recovery right now do that most of them have addiction issues or it's a variety of different um issues it's mostly um, mostly women who are trying to remove alcohol from their lives. Yeah. Whether or not they use the label addict or alcoholic or, you know, we, we're looking these days at the whole gray area drinking spectrum. People exactly. who realize that their relationship with alcohol isn't healthy. Right. But they wouldn't go so far as to say they're addicted to it. Exactly. Um, so I've worked with, with women all areas of the spectrum. Do you see um, patterns in a lot of the women that you coach? Some, like a lot of, either it's um, familial or um, there was a tragic event or something that impacted their life? With the women I've worked with directly, I don't see any clear pattern. Everyone's yeah. got a little bit of a different story. So I'm assuming too then, you know, you talk about, it's like what you talk about, Lisa, you know, meet people where they're at. Everybody's situation exactly. is it's different. Exactly. Is different. And um, and I just think it's great that you're doing this and making yourself um, accessible. Now in Hartford, you have group activities. Is that correct? As a She Recovers coach, I host a monthly sharing circle. Oh, that's Um, awesome. So they call it the She Recovers Hartford Sharing Circle. Um, I've been holding them in Farmington for almost a year now, every month. And um, we're wrapping up working on finding a a new venue. Um, And so I'll be announcing the February event very soon, as soon as I have all that 
as soon place. as you have all that nailed yeah, down. But that information's on my website as okay. well. So as soon as you know when you're going to be having your next recovery circle, that'll all be on your website. And the website, again, is laurapward.com. You know, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there listening, as they always are, saying, you know, I'm going to write this down, and I want so-and-so to talk to Laura. Or, you know, maybe I'll talk to Laura. And you want to make sure that people call you and reach out and that it is a good fit. Absolutely. Right? That's what you talk about, kind of the assessment piece. Not only do you need to be good for me, but I need to be good for you. It has to go both ways because this is a really intimate relationship, is it not? Absolutely. Absolutely. And case in point, a, a woman called me and I knew right away we weren't a fit, mm-hmm. but I knew a coach who would be a fit for her. Oh, that's Just great. geographically. Yep. Um, as I said, you know, I do the video conferencing, but any opportunity to get together with someone in person is huge, huge. In-person connection is such a big, important thing. And, and she lived in the same town as a coach I know oh, across fantastic. the country. So I said, you're wonderful. You're great. I'd love to work with you, but I think that the two of you will, will do really well together. So you know, I, again, it's, for me, it's not about a sale. It's about helping people. And I believe too, in person is, I'll just speak for myself. I know when I was trying to get sober before I went to rehab and all that, I was actually going to see a recovery coach and, um, and going in person, but I would just wait to drink until after I saw that. I always made sure that my appointments were pretty early in the morning so that I could drink after. You know, so it's accountability thing too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That, you know, being in person, there's pressure to, you know, get your act together. This is sad, but, you know, it goes back to where you you hid your um, wine bottles in the Auric vacuum cleaner bag. Um, I was, it's, I, I've got to laugh now and I hope it's okay. But I was taking piano lessons again. I started up piano lessons, um, again, like in my mid-50s, uh, in the height of this thing. And I was going to my piano lessons at 9.30 in the morning with, you know, four beers in my belly. I mean, I was drinking before piano lessons. <laughs> my poor piano teacher. No wonder I was so bad. He's <laughs> like, did you practice? I'm like, oh yeah, I practiced. And you know, you got to laugh about it now, but it's so sad. It's just so, it's such a horrible thing. It really is. And the good news is that there's people out there that can help you. You just got to ask for it. You just got to exactly. reach out. And you, you people, if you've got an issue, you've got to want it. Exactly. You have to want it. And, exactly. And I think that the human connection piece is really so huge. And you have such a amazing warmth about you. And it's easy. It's just it's so easy to talk to you. You can oh, tell that you're, you. you're very caring and that, you know, you have life experience and you want to reach out to others and that comes shining through. And I think that's so important. You know, you could tell your heart is into it. Thank that's, you. That's really wonderful, you know, because some people, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. And I always think that um, when people are getting healthy or better and they're working on their issues, that human connection with that person is is so important. It's well, so important. Right. And it's, and it's what drives results, too. Absolutely. Because, you know, people can read right into that. 
they really really can so again the website if you'd like to chat with Laura if you know someone or maybe it's you that might need some help um, I like what she said too what Laura said is that you know maybe you just are questioning your relationship with drugs or alcohol or you know maybe um, you know you you quit for a time and you you're back at it and you just want to check in with somebody I mean there's all these things it's, it's okay it's okay to have that yeah. conversation and there's no judgment here there's no, this is a no judgment exactly. zone so again the website is laura p as in paul ward.com and there's lots of information on there and questions that you really should ask yourself before you get into a coaching relationship there are questions that you need to explore and 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 ask yourself absolutely so that by the absolutely. time that you have this conversation you should know exactly you know whether it's a good fit or not right right wow this half hour went by fast it didn't it? By, yes. <laughs> well as i like to say to people like you laura continued success continued success you, you know you've made a great change in your life you've made a great transition now professionally and uh uh, you've got great this. role model. You're great. You are. You're a great ro- you role are. model to others. Thank yeah. you both so, very so much. Keep, keep on keeping on, and good. You know the best of success as you move forward. And to our listeners, we hope you enjoyed our show, and you'll reach out to Laura if you even just for an evaluation or just to talk to her about someone who you think that you love and care about that may need assistance. Absolutely. Yes. And we couldn't do this without our listeners. We want to thank everybody for tuning in to this edition of the Connection right here on. WTIC News Talk 